0: Blazer fans, welcome to episode number 33 of the Blazer Victory Podcast. This is your co-host, John Duncan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Steve Irvine. And guys, the basketball season has been brought to an end um, as UAB ends the season at 22-7 overall and 13-5 in Conference USA play. And Steve, buddy, overall... Um, I think you'd agree with me, but I feel like this year was a pretty successful year for Andy Kennedy's first year coaching the Blazers.
1: Oh, I think it definitely was when you put in, you know, everything that uh, they had to go through and everybody in you know, college athletics or everybody, you know, just everybody's had to go through. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, 22 wins, um, you know, just uh, went through some some tough times, you know, offensively, especially, and, you know, we're able to kind of work their way through, through it and find ways to win. You know that, I mean, to me, that was what the the best thing about what they did this year was they had to find ways, you know, it wasn't nothing, it nothing came easy now. And right. uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I would have to call it a success. I mean, you know, and I don't think that you're, you know, settling for, um, media, you know, mediocrity. If what by saying that, I mean, I, you know, I just think it's a different time and a different year and, um, you have to, um, I think you have to put it down as a successful year. And so, um, you know, they got to build off of it, obviously. And, you know, we're sitting there next year and you're not in the tournament, you know, um, then, you know, Hey, maybe we'll have a different conversation, but uh, you know, I think right now, I mean, I, I, I would, I would call it, you know, a successful year for, for everything they had to go through.
0: Yes. Well, let's go ahead and recap what happened in Frisco, Texas at hoops at the star Um, UAB advanced from the quarterfinals, beating rice 73 to 60. Um, And then, Unfortunately, would lose to Western Kentucky 64 to 60 in the semifinals. But real quick on that Rice game, uh, Mike Ertle, 22 points, 8 of 17 from the field, uh, 2 of 3 from the free throw line. I felt Kasim Nicholson had a really good game um, having nine, excuse me, nine rebounds, uh, five of those, uh, importantly, uh, offensive rebounds. Um, but I feel like UAB shot the ball, um, especially early on, really well. Um, they ended up kind of cooling off, of just shooting 44.1% from the field, uh, 35.7% from the three-point line. Was able to force Rice into 13 turnovers. Um, but the big stat of the day was just rebounding. UAB was out-rebounded uh, Rice by 15, 40 to 25. Um, just and, and that was, with Rice shooting 50% uh, beyond the three-point line, and I mean, we'll talk a little bit about the Western Kentucky game, too, where Western Kentucky also shot the ball 50 percent beyond the three point line. But I felt UAB did a good job against Rice. And, you know, we talked about before, you know, UAB faced Rice earlier in the season and swept him. But Rice was without their best player, Evie. And I mean, Rice definitely came to play in the quarterfinals. Um, I I remember I texted you before the game and I thought we were going to smoke them pretty easily because they had already played a couple of days in a row. And I said, well, Rice is going to come in tired. Um, But man, Rice came in, uh, played hard. But UAB was able to uh, get the victory in the quarterfinal 73 to 60.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I I think the the biggest thing about that game that that I liked and, and, and to me that jumped out was, you know, you can take all the numbers and, you know, and, and, you know, they mean something, you know, especially to rebounding and, and different things. But the best part about, a, about it to me was, you know, you fall down by four with, yes. you know, three or four minutes left, five minutes left, whatever it was. And, you know, all, you know, everybody's you know kind of panicking a little bit and thinking, Oh boy, this is it. And maybe it's just not meant to be. And, and just the response to falling down by four that they had, um, and the way they finished the game was tremendous, you know, and and I think that's such a thing to that kind of experience to me is what you build on, you know, in the future, you know, just, uh, you know, seeing in a, in a, in a, in a do or die situation, um, being in that situation and just, just bowing up and saying, no, it's, you know, it kind of happened and it, and they did it on the defensive end. I mean, it finished on, you know, 13, two run or whatever it was. I don't remember the exact numbers, but, uh, you know, to me, that was, that was something that you build on in the future. You point back to in the future, you know, when, when things are going bad and team makes a run on you and uh, like, you know, like Rice did at that point, cause you know, the UAB was in control the whole way. Right. Um, and, you know, just kind of coasting in a way, you know, just thinking like, okay, well, this, this thing's, you know, not going to be necessarily pretty, but you're going to win, you know, comfortably. And, and then all of a sudden you're like, Oh man, we're down four and, and they've, and they're hot. And, um, and today' just to turn that switch and and play defense and shut them down and hit some key shots um, i just thought that was tremendous you know I, that was uh that was a tremendous way to end that game and tremendous way to build toward you know learn learn for the future
0: definitely and and just beating the same team three times in the season i mean it's hard enough to you know we talked about during the season to play those back-to-back games and get a sweep. Um, But to play the same team in the tournament who's already faced you a couple of times and to win by double digits, you know, that's just huge. And that was great to see UAB get that win in advance to the semifinals of the Conference USA tournament. But unfortunately, um, it was the Bassey show, the Charles Bassey, Bassey show, uh, in the semifinals where Bassey went off for 22 points uh, against the Blazers and shot 9 <laughs> of 12 from the field, 2 or 2 from the free throw line. I mean, I just, and, and to be honest, I thought Trey Jemison did a pretty decent job the most of the game. It's just when a guy like that, who is definitely going to play in the NBA, like when, he, when he's got, when he's a big inside and he can shoot those three-point shots and just, man, it's just hard to, defend against a guy like that but you know especially and we're going to talk about this in a little bit but we've got to get somebody that can play behind jemison because when jemison was out of the game i just felt like uab had no answer for western kentucky
1: yeah and no no doubt i mean they they just don't they don't have anybody right now that can come in and and keep that same you know defense up and you know and i I think that uh in, in a way jemison can't You know, without the depth there, can't play as not as hard. Hard is the wrong word, but you know, just um, really maybe make try to make some some stops or defensive plays. You know, he might you know back off a little bit because hey, I got three fouls. You know, and instead, if you you know if you got a couple or three guys down there, you know that's 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 a lot of fouls to give. You know, and right now you don't have a lot of fouls to give, and so yeah, it's going to be you know key moving on that that there's um, some some more, uh, so, you know, some bigger guys. I, I mean, I, I think Ronji Gordon's going to be a, a, you know, a contributor. I mean, I think he's going to be, I think he had some moments this year and, um, you yeah. know, I think he's going to be okay, but you know, he, he, he's certainly not ready right now to, to, you know, the challenge of, of, uh, you know, garden Bassie. you know, um, so,
0: no.
1: so that, that's going to be, you know, and he's more, you know, he's, he's not a post player either. Really. I mean, he's, you know, power no. forward type guy. And, is going to get down there and and you know make some plays and like I say I think he's going to be a good player you know before he's done but um, you need you know you need you know at least an, at least one more post guy that's a, a true post player and um, and you know and, and you know the coaches have to know that they know a heck of a lot more than we do and uh, so yeah. you know they're searching for those guys I'm sure or that guy at least and uh, you know but that yeah that that jumps out from that game. You know, no no doubt that uh, needs some more depth down
0: there. Yeah, and I don't even think I could be wrong, but I don't even think Ronji Gordon played at all against uh, Western Kentucky in the semifinals. I, I believe, you know, when Jimison came out, they uh, Kennedy would put Simeon Kirkland in.
1: Kirkland, and, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, he did okay, but I mean. I don't know, I, Western Kentucky just, I mean, especially that second half, outscoring UAB 33-26, to um, out-rebounding UAB barely, 32-31, but just those three-point shots, Western Kentucky shooting 50% beyond the three, and I remember at one point, late, uh, you know, late in the second half, where UAB had cut it to, I think it was one, but then... I think Western Kentucky got a. There was a ball on the floor, a loose ball, and Western Kentucky dove for it and got it, and somehow just got it to the open three-point shooter, and the guy nailed a three. Mm-hmm. And it's just just moments like that, man. UAB was so close in this game, and well, yeah, and you,
1: know, and you know, late late in the game there when you know Ertle was uh, Ertle had a couple of steals, back-to-back steals, and yeah, was shots and. Came down and took a three with, you know, uh, I, don't know I mean, I know it's probably less than two minutes left that, that mm-hmm. would have given them the lead. And, you know, I thought it was a good shot. I mean, you know, uh, he was hot. And, man. Yeah, you he can't hit, fault him
0: for taking it. Yeah. You know? No, know some but, people are like, why don't you take it inside and tie it up instead of going for it?
1: Yeah, but if, he, but if he hits that, man, if oh, he hits yeah. that, you're up one. And and all of a sudden, they're really tight, you know. <laughs> you right. know? And um, <laughs> so I, I think personally you know I, lo- I love the shot you know I-, I hate that it didn't go down um but you know i, I love the shot and I-, I love the um you know kind of the willingness or the the demanding to take that shot you know i mean he was he took over I oh mean, yeah myrtle down the stretch was early well, in both games was really good but you know he took over there late and, and um, like i said i had a couple back-to-back steals there and um Man, just you know, if that shot goes down, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things that I've always loved. This I've always or always thought about this in games that are close like that. Is you know, I always look at the what if, you know, what what if that shot would have went down? How tight would they have been? You know, that type of thing. Would you know? Would would Western been able to just you know calmly answer it? I mean, I don't know. You know, um, would have loved to seen it go down to to see. You know, <laughs> maybe they would have answered. You know, maybe they'd have been fine, but um, yeah, just right there, and uh, just couldn't, just couldn't get over that hump. And you know, Bassey had a couple really, you know, really nice blocks late in the game too, and um, yeah, that that um helped, you know, help their cause. And so, hey, great game. Um, you know, certainly no uh it's no disgrace to lose to those guys in that way you you hate it you know you want to move on um but um played them on played them tough and um just didn't couldn't quite get over that hump
0: right and played them tough to the end I mean because there is a point you know I think western Kentucky got up by nine points late in the game mm-hmm. but UAB fought and clawed back to uh get it down to you know like I said one and then ended up losing by four, but definitely something for Andy Kennedy and the team to build on going into the uh, 21 and 22 season. Um, but yeah, it, I think Trey Jemison said it best on Twitter when uh, after for the championship game, for those that don't know uh, Western Kentucky lost to North Texas and North Texas will be in the NCAA tournament. Uh, it just made him sick. I, I think that was his tweet. I yeah. mean, it made, it made me sick. Cause it's like, you know, you almost beat Western Kentucky, and let's face it. I mean, North Texas fans are going to hate to hear this, but you would have beat North Texas. I I, I have no nah, doubt.
1: Nah, I don't know about they, that. Nah, we we, we just beat
0: them. We just beat them twice at the, in their place. So yeah, have,
1: but but that would that means nothing. I mean, doesn't mean nothing. <laughs> it means nothing's the wrong way to put it. Um, yeah. I, it, it's a whole different game, and and I will say this. Yeah. I really thought that um, uh, North Texas is. Well, I don't think there's any doubt. North Texas's best half of basketball was the last half of, of that weekend against UAB. Yeah. Um, was the last half? I thought they played really well defensively in the last in the in the, in the, fight, in the second half of the Saturday game. Um, would that have given them some momentum in facing facing UAB? Maybe. You know, uh, did they figure out some things on how to defend UAB or what they needed to do to play UAB? Maybe you know so i don't know that i mean yeah i mean hey the truth is uab swept them on their home floor in a big weekend in a weekend that was in in a that meant something for both teams so um they they legit you know they the legit can have that feeling like man it, it should have been us no doubt yeah but i don't think that what happened that weekend necessarily means that the championship game would have been the same thing. It would have been different, a little, di- you know. It would have been different, but um, I still think UAB, could you know, could have won it, and and, sure, and would have been the favorite. I mean, there's no doubt UAB would have been that favorite going into that game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. But you know, hey, shoulda woulda, you know, <laughs> what if, you know,
0: yeah, that really don't
1: mean a whole lot, you know, don't doesn't that, that mean a whole lot. I think that um, I, I I'm just I'm just glad. Personally, um, I, I like that North Texas is there, if, if, from the sense of you know if it can't be UAB, from the sense of um, what, happened, know, last I, year, what or... happened last year, yeah. and 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 from the sense of I just can't root for Rick Stansberry, no, you know, no,
0: um, no me,
1: either. I, I you know. I just can't, <laughs> you know, I just can't, I'm sorry. He
0: can't, can't. Pay, me, he, he can't pay me enough
1: money. I, he, he, well, he, he, he probably, <laughs> probably try, but, you know, um, but you know, and Hey, you know, I don't have any proof of him being
0: no, uh, cheating no,
1: or anything good. like that. You know, no. it's just kind of, it's kind of, you know, fun, but, but right. I'm just, I'm not a big Rick Stansbury fan. Um, um, but you know, I mean, he's, he, he can build good teams. Um, but, but, you know, I, I, you know, you get to this spot and, you know, I, I thought I didn't watch, a, you know, all of the, the championship game, but I watched a good, good piece of it. And, you know, I thought McCaslin was a better coach, was a better game coach during that yeah. game. And, and um, so, you know, but, but again, I, I like to see for North Texas that, um, you know, from what happened to him last year, um, and it's a lot of the same guys, most of the same guys and, um so yeah, that's that's good. Now I, I really hope they go win a game or two uh for the conference's sake. Yeah. Uh, but um you know uh you know I don't yeah,
0: necessarily
1: I, I, don't, I don't necessarily want the the a conference USA representative in the NIT to win a game. So <laughs> oh
0: no yeah LATEC or western. Kentucky. Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's just me. <laughs> same
0: but, here buddy, yeah. same here. But
1: uh, but no, I, but I I do hope that North Texas goes and um you know makes a you know, it makes a statement for the conference, and and uh, you know, I think they've got a winnable game. I think you know Purdue's you know a solid team, Matt Payne, you know great coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, you know we'll see. It'll be it'll be fun to watch.
0: Shoot, and if they win that, I think they'd get the winner of uh, Villanova and Winthrop, and I, I believe Villanova without one of their best players for the rest of the year. So, if they can find a way to beat Purdue, then they can definitely have a shot at beating uh, either Villanova or Winthrop to go to the Sweet 16. So I guess we'll definitely be uh, pulling for the main green for the conference's sake, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think so. And, I, I, you know, and even if it would have been Western in there, I would have liked to see them win in that case. You know, because I I do think it (laughs) I do think it helps the conference, uh, you know, just, just it, it helps when, when, when their, you know, when their representative goes in and plays well, and, and you know, I think, right. it, you know, even though obviously the perception of it, you know, I mean, you've had some, some wins there, uh, hadn't really helped in the in, on Parings Day, uh, you know, nope. since, since those, but still, I think it, um, I think it's good for the conference for their representative to go in and, uh, you know, and have success. Yes.
0: Well, um, unfortunately, UAB uh, did not make the NCAA tournament um, or the NIT. Um, they were one of the last four teams out, which, I, as somebody on Twitter mentioned, I didn't even know they did the last four out on the NIT. Like, they do the NCAA but yeah. uh, UAB was, uh, unfortunately, one of the last four out, um, and the only other postseason tournament going on is the CBI, and, of course, UAB is not playing in that tournament either. So UAB does end their season 22-7 and and 13-5 and in Conference USA play, finishing second in the West Division. Uh, just some notes uh, before we talk about what we think UAB needs to do to improve going into next season, but... Uh, UAB did have the most wins in Conference USA play, uh, 13 wins. They had the most Conference USA series sweeps with five. They had uh, the 22 wins by Andy Kennedy was the most wins by a head coach in his first year at UAB, so great for Andy Kennedy. Uh, Defense, uh, they finished fifth in the country in scoring defense, uh, just giving up 60 points per game. They finished third in the country in turnover margin, uh, going plus five. 0.4, um, and also it was the first time in UAB history that they had two members of the conference all defensive team. So good for UAB, and did just a great defensive effort all year. And you know we've said it throughout this whole season that that was how UAB was going to win ball games. is just playing great defense and scoring off of turnovers, and that led UAB to get 22 wins. So you know overall good job for UAB. No postseason play, but yeah. to just. I don't know. UAB had a good year. Um, You know, you go back to the supposed to play at Kentucky. That game got scrapped. we was supposed to have Georgia Tech come to Bartow. That game got scrapped. Um, You look at a couple losses, you know, the Chattanooga loss, um, 69, 66. If we would have had Quan Jackson play the whole game, does UAB lose that game? Maybe not. Um, The Charlotte game. Well, that game was stupid. 70, 55. Um, But you know the LaTeX series. Um, that second game UAB could have won. Uh, just I mean, there's a bunch of games. UAB could have very well um, won 25 games um, this year. But hey, 22 game. Any, you know the old the old days? If you got at least 20 wins you'd at least make the NIT or some type of postseason, you know. Um, yeah, so it's, getting...
1: yeah, it's a different time now, though. I mean, you know? <laughs> it is. I mean, look look at Belmont. I mean, Belmont wins 26 oh, games. They, they can't find you. a way in the NIT, you know. and, and, but,
0: and I, but yeah, Mississippi Mississippi State can. A team that went, what, 12 and 11, they can make the – see, that's – Yeah,
1: and that's what I just don't – I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, you're going to point to the schedule and you're going to point to the um, – whatever those – whatever that's called, the, the – whatever the net
0: rankings
1: rankings and and all that and um you know and i understand those and i'm not saying those aren't needed but but um you know you win 26 games i'm not i don't think they were necessarily in ncaa team with the schedule but but certainly find a spot in the nit for them right you know i mean you win 26 games and in you know in, in a crazy time like this and you know, you belong at least to play in the NIT, you know, right. and, 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 and the thing too, with the NIT and, you know, in my opinion, you know, one thing that you need to look at a little bit when you're picking that field is, um, is find teams that want to be there, you know? Yes. And, and, um, and, I, and, and I know that the, the people that, with that you know, that like the bigger conferences, the ICCs and, you know, with those other conferences, I, you know, I got to say, well, they don't play a schedule and, no, you know, that's ridiculous. But I mean, to me, find some teams that want to be there and not, not all of them. I mean, I'll just go out and try to find teams that be excited to be in the NIT. But, you know, that team won 26 games. They, they, they at least belong to be find a spot in the NIT. And, and obviously um, for them and for UAB and some others, it's um, unfortunately, this was the, this was a year they decided to pair it to 16. You know, I mean, if it's thirty-two, uh, UAB still playing, Belmont still playing, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's unfortunate. But uh, I understand why they did it. With just you know, with with everything going on, I, I think it's a good move. They went to sixteen this year, but it's, but it's unfortunate, you know, for teams that uh, yeah, you know, are last four in, last four out. I mean, uh, so. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 a shame, but that, but you know that's hey it is did what it is, you know. I mean you learn from it. You learn you learn ways that um, you know you learn ways to schedule that might help you out next time. And I'm not just talking about UAB; I'm talking about in general. You know, you learn yeah. from, you know ways to schedule. You um, you go back and you look at uh, what you could have done to make yourself uh, more attractive. You know, beating like for UAB's case, like you just said, beating Chattanooga. Unfortunately, you didn't get the chance to to play Kentucky and Georgia Tech. You know, hey, if they if they get the chance to play Kentucky, and Georgia Tech, and win both those games, then they're in Probably one they're of those in. tournaments. They're they're in, they're in the yeah. NIT. You know, and um <laughs> and, and 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 at least split with Louisiana Tech. Uh, you know, because that's the thing is when um when you're when you're basically going head to head against Louisiana tech for, um, you know, that one of those spots, probably, uh, you know, at least in the conversation, if they swept you with it, that, you know, automatically moves them ahead. You know, if you swept, I mean, if you split, then, then they have to take a little closer look at both of, you you know, and, and say, okay, well, who is the team, you know? So, um, You know, I mean, again, you just got to look at ways that uh, you got to look in the mirror, you know, and you can't point a lot of fingers about, well, they, they didn't do this and they robbed us and all this kind of stuff. You got to look at it as I'm talking about as a, as a program. Right. And and again, I'm not talking about just UAB. I'm just talking as a program. You got to look in the mirror and go, okay, what could we have done? Not, 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 hey, they robbed us. And boy, this
0: is what could we
1: have done? you know, and, and um, kind of learn from it in that way, you
0: know? Right. And, and I mean, too, you know, you've hit on it too. Um, scheduling was hard, you know, it was kind of out of UAB's hands this year, especially getting that uh, Kentucky game and Georgia Tech game axed. <laughs> but I mean, it was hard to, you know, especially for teams like UAB, it was hard to schedule this year, you know, with COVID and yeah. everything. So hopefully, you know, well, it should uh, come next season. It should be back to normal, hopefully. So, hopefully we'll be able to have a normal schedule. And I've even heard rumblings that UAB might be playing West Virginia in Birmingham, which would be super awesome. Um, again, nothing confirmed, but just some rumors. Um, that would be great. Um, Cause you know, Kennedy and Bob um, Huggins, they go back. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. that would be great to be able to get West Virginia uh, in town. And I do know that, you know, uh, they've talked with Georgia tech about maybe in the next couple years of trying to get that game rescheduled. So, you i think kennedy and mark ingram i think those guys are making the effort to try to uh schedule better games for the upcoming years so i think yeah. uab is going to move in the right direction on that um now i really don't know what scheduling teams like rust college does for you other than get the rust off of you but i mean yeah. hey um just got to play better games but that's the life of a mid major man um well and see and i hate using that term mid-major yeah let me take that back um You know, for Conference USA teams, nobody really wants to come play you at your place. You know, these big schools want you to come up there and play them. So, I mean, it's hard, but hopefully, you know, Kennedy can use his connections, you know, that he made with the SEC network or, you know, with past coaches. I'm trying to get some, uh, you know, teams to do a one for one or whatever and come to Bartow. So, hopefully, we'll see that in the next couple of years.
1: Well, and I think it's also going to help to have uh, the BJCC. It yes. redone and nice because I think you know you can get you know some of those teams to come play and yeah you don't get to play in Bartow necessarily but you know you're gonna, you're going to be able to get some teams to come in and uh, play there especially especially on years when there's an NCAA tournament you know regional there you yeah. know people people might might want to say hey you know we'll come play you just in case we go there in, in the regional you know mm-hmm. if, if you'll play us at the BJCC and so I think that's going to help you know in the future going forward. Um, you know, I think that'll help maybe get some teams to come in and, and, and play, you, you know, and, and especially if you can be, you know, creative and setting up some sort of um, tournament or, you know, at least a doubleheader where, where, where they're part of a marquee type of thing, you know, and uh, so, so, I mean, I think there's ways and I, I think that's a great thing about, you know, having Andy Kennedy at the head. I mean, he's, you know, I'm sure he's got a lot of friends in a coaching business that he can talk to about coming and helping, you know, help not helping out necessarily, but, you know, just uh, playing them, you know, and, and so, um, you know, it's going to be exciting to see, you know, where where it goes in in the future. And I think you're absolutely right. I just think that it was such a weird year scheduling, a hard year to schedule that they, you know, he put together a schedule. He could, you know, and, and um, I don't think it's a schedule he wanted necessarily. I mean, I think he wanted to challenge his team more, um, but you know you couldn't i mean you, you you got what you could get and you know and, and uh, had had the unfortunate uh you know georgia tech thing that was just you know i mean that's challenging your team right there and, and just right. unfortunately got you know couldn't play that game so uh and thought you were going to right down to <laughs> the, the day before you know yeah. so you know um Moving forward, I, you know, again, I think that uh, you're going to see a, a lot more challenging. Uh, he will challenge his team more. Yes, and
0: real quick, Steve, going back to where you were mentioning, you know, playing at the BJCC and having like a, maybe a doubleheader or a small mini tournament. Um, imagine this, you know, uh, Bruce Pearls obviously had success at Auburn so far. Nate Oates is doing a heck of a job right now with Alabama. UAB Andy Kennedy moving in the right direction. Imagine if we can have Alabama, Auburn, UAB, and Sanford or somebody else, somebody another a Troy. I don't I don't care. Imagine if we had those four teams come in and play like a small tournament at the BJCC. Imagine ticket sales and just imagine the interest uh, statewide. You know, because with with Auburn doing you know making the Final Four a couple years ago. Alabama should go on a good run in the tournament and UAB moving in the right direction. Basketball in the state of Alabama as a whole is moving in the right direction. And I just think that would be awesome if 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 they could somehow figure it out to um, the logistics and everything of, of making that happen. I, I think that would be awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree that it would be and I think it would be great. But you know what? Just as awesome to me. Would be you know uh, UAB getting to play West Virginia and maybe <laughs> yes Kentucky and and um, you know Texas come in and play or Kentucky and Duke or you know I mean I, I mean to me it doesn't I, I I don't think we should limit ourselves to thinking like um, you know basketball is only played within the, in the in the you know within Alabama I mean I think that one thing that the with the with with the BJCC rebuilding and and you know making it a, a you know a, a top place once again is you know brings just bring some good basketball you know just to, to bring four you know four good teams in there and let them play they don't have to be in the state of Alabama in my yeah. opinion I mean I mean I think that I agree with you that that's kind of cool um, to to do that but you know it's just bring again bring if if you bring a marquee team in to play UAB and then a marquee game with it, no matter who that marquee, you know, I mean, no matter where that team's from, you know, again, it could be, right. you know, um, whatever, you know, two, two, you know, really good teams. Uh, to me, that's, that that's, is, is exciting as, yeah. you know, as seeing, um you know, I don't know. I mean, I gotta say it. It would be, <laughs> it would, you know. But but I mean, I just think that um, uh, what what I'm excited about is is uh, you know, the fact that that with that building is gonna really maybe be able to bring some some something like that in, and you know, and and I'm not discounting trying to get teams into Bartow also. Now I, I mean, uh, that's, no, okay. that's your home. That's that's your home court, and you know, right. bringing Georgia Tech in there. You know, bring
0: a. Um, you remember a couple of years ago when we beat North Carolina? In oh, day, so I
1: mean, tremendous atmosphere! You know, and, yes. I mean, Butler's coming there, and, and yeah. you know, Oklahoma State's coming there, and mm-hmm. um, so you know, you're talking about some pretty good programs, some pretty <laughs> traditionally good programs. So, um, I, you know, I, and I think that, you know, you're you're, I think you'll be able to see some of that stuff in moving forward. You know, and and you know, of course, right now, <laughs> the main thing is. Building the program to the point where you can compete in those games. You know, right. and and um, I think Andy Candy's well on his way to, you know, to doing that, even though there's a lot of steps ahead.
0: Yes, and very quick, uh, quickly going back to uh my point and I'll just leave it at this too, is there's an old saying that it takes two to tango. Um, so we'll uh leave that there too, is that we would yeah, have to have all parties involved. Yep. Yeah. But um, yeah. let's let's go ahead and move and uh, talk about what what UAB needs to do uh, just uh, move at, moving forward uh, to the 21 22 season um, just to get to improve and get better. Um, I, I don't know if you were able to catch the post game of the uh, Western Kentucky game with Ron Cross came on and talked because uh, Kennedy uh, had uh, other duties uh, with the media and Conference USA. But basically, you know, Ron was saying that. They're going to look, number one, they're going to look to develop the players that they are already have for next year. So that's going to be the main focus. Um, But two, they're going to look into the transfer portal. You know, they're going to look and see if there's anybody that would appeal to um, that would be a good fit for UAB in the transfer portal. Um, So that's going to be interesting to see, you know, if UAB can pull in a big or pull in um, a a very, uh, a very good uh, perimeter shooter, which definitely UAB needs that. Um, But I would even suggest, you know, maybe even look into the JUCO route to see if there's a, you know, JUCO player that we can get that can come in right away and, um, you know, make an impact for UAB. Um, Especially, you know, we mentioned earlier that we definitely need somebody behind Jemison, um, a big guy, um, to, you know, just help on the inside. Um, But definitely there's (laughs) there's no debating UAB needs uh, better perimeter shooting. So we've got to find another guy that can shoot the ball beyond the three-point line well. It was great these last few games, our last couple weeks, seeing Ertl kind of find his game back uh, with his perimeter shooting, which you know we thought all along when he came from uh, ULM that he was going to bring that immediately. And unfortunately, we didn't see that throughout the whole season. But it was great seeing that later on in the season, the last couple weeks. But we definitely need some more guys that – are capable and, and you know, and I'm not saying anybody that's on the roster currently isn't capable, you know, Jalen Benjamin's capable. Um, so I don't know, but we definitely yeah. need to get better parameter shooting.
1: No, I think there's no doubt. And and, and I think, you know, to look in the transfer portal is good. Looking junior college is good. But, you know, one thing that you, I think one thing you have to be careful with here and, um, and I'm, you know, I'm not telling them they don't, I mean, they, they know a lot more about building a roster than I do, but, you know you're you're pretty experienced heavy right now, and and you know I I would be a little hesitant bringing in too many older guys um, because the season doesn't end. I mean the, the the college basketball doesn't end after next season, you know. So yeah, right. I mean you, you got to be careful to build for the next step, you know, and and to not to not look past it, you know the future past that too. I mean you know you got. You know, Hurdle, who you know will have only one more year, obviously, and um, Lovin's going to be a senior next year, and and you know, with um, Quan Jackson, obviously has one more year, and so, you know, and and Jemison will will be a senior next year. So, you know, I I just I wouldn't get too caught up looking at only that, you know, because you got to build for your future too. You got to get some young guys in there, right. um, but the bottom line is you got to find some guys that can shoot, you know, some, some, at least one, two really, you know, really consistent guys that can really shoot, you know, really fill it up from the outside and, and build some depth inside and just kind of find, you know, you got to find the right fit, whoever they are, you know, so you can't just go in and say, man, I'm going to look here and and ignore a young guy that can do that too. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. I think, um, you know, I'm going to be interested to see just kind of what, you know, what they do with, with their guys that are, you know, have, are coming back, you know, whether they, you know, whether some of them move on and I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but it, it'll be an, an kind of an intriguing thing to watch over the next um, you know few weeks, few months, whatever, it, whatever it takes to, to, to fill these spots and, and you know, and, and, and go forward. But i tell you what, if you can find some shooters and, and if you can, you know, um, if, if Ertl- if, if if this really jump started Errol into being a big time shooter and and or, or again look out, you know, I mean look mm-hmm. out with what right. you've already established on the defensive end because they've already established they can win games on the defensive end and that's not going to change. Right. That's not going to go away. Right. And I don't I don't see Andy Kennedy and that staff bringing in players that can't help them play defense. You know I mean they're going to look for shooters, but they're also going to look for guys that you know can can help you win games in defense. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. I mean, and again, see who's see who leaves or for for whether it's on their own accord or, or whether the the coaching staff feels like they want to you know take another direction. And um, it's not gonna be boring, you know, watching. Them. I mean, we're not no. gonna sit here; they're not gonna just stand pat and go, okay, we're you know we we my team's on the floor type thing. You know, uh, you uh, it'll it'll be fun to watch.
0: Yes, and definitely looking forward to seeing how our Blazers do next year for the 2021-2022 season. But again, a uh, good season for UAB, 22-7, uh, finished second in the Conference USA West Division, 13-5 and um, overall in Conference USA play. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens next season with our UAB Blazers. Um, also, guys, football spring practice is underway. Um, Definitely excited to see how the football team looks this spring um, and we'll be back for a spring episode with you guys. I don't know if it'll be next week, um, but just stay tuned. Make sure you're um, subscribed to our podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, our radio, um, a bunch of different platforms that you can subscribe. But just make sure you're subscribed to us. So it just saves you the time, you know, that way. When an episode drops, it goes automatically to your phone to where you don't have to go find it and download it and all that. Um, But also make sure and give us a follow on Twitter at twitter.com slash blazerpod and just help help us spread the word about this podcast. But we'll see you guys uh, next time. But be safe out there and hope you guys have a great week. Go Blazers.